Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome once again to the Birdcast. It's Herb. And it's Foxy. What's going on, Jagbags? Welcome to the Birdcast. We're two Pittsburgh guys. Talk about Pittsburgh things like, you know, goofing and screwing and doing whatever comes to our big bird minds. Goofing and screwing. If there's two things that come to mind when you talk about Pittsburgh, it's definitely them two things. That, does this mean you guys gave up drinking? Oh, boy, there he is. Yeah, that's that's it. our producer, uh, Big Papa Pump, Bernie, uh, yeah. coming in a little smart-ass. Because I used to say, we're two Pittsburgh guys, talk about drinking and other stuff, but the truth is we never talk about drinking. Yeah, well, you know, a sinner never kiss and tell no. is what it is. If I'm going to sit around, I'm going sip to a, sip a nice sipping beer. Like an Iron City in my apartment or my in my home, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. Absolutely, I'm, I'm gonna talk go, about it. No way, I ain't gonna go down the SOI and take shots of Plinkovac and then come on here and, and gossip about it. That's what Bernie wants, apparently. Yeah, but you know what? You know what, Bernie? This ain't gossip, you girl. It. It's all right, all right, all right. Okay. All right. Well, you know, uh, speaking of, so so, uh, you know, we got uh, we got some fun stuff coming up here in this week's episode. Before we get to that. Um, let's take care of a little a uh, little business because we got we got a uh, hot take coming through sure. the show right now. We got uh, this is week three of Sauce Watch. Give me some sauce. Get Jr. sauce back there. Um, no, we got a little thing called Sauce Watch. I don't do a Jr. impression. I don't do a Jim Ross impression. That's true. That's true. We well, all do no impressions. That's what Bucksy the comedian, but he ain't do no new impressions because he like I I'm a one of a kind. That's true. I mean, look at my inspirations. Carlin, uh-huh. Tim Allen. Uh-huh. You ever see those guys doing impressions? Yeah, you ain't seen them doing no impressions. You ain't seen them doing impressions. No, we got a little thing called Sauce Watch. Jim Ross, Jumbo JR from WWE, asked a birdcast to help him to get his barbecue sauce inside Giant Eagle grocery stores. We started a petition on a liberal website called Change.org. And uh, how many signatures we got? I think we got something like 20-something signatures. Then we got 20-something signatures. Bernie, what's our count right now? Uh, give me a second. Me okay, a well, while, while Bernie's over there uh, bringing up them stats, we want to let you know that you can go to change.org yourself, and you can sign a petition to get JR's barbecue sauce, which is delicious, into Giant Eagle stores around uh, Beaver County and Pennsylvania area. We have a whopping 21. 21? That's more than 20. We got 21. That was Dion Figures number. We that got was, 21 Give signatures. us the Dion figures. We got 21 signatures right now. Eventually, we're going to present these to Giant Eagle, and we're going to say, hey, you listen, you sons of guns. Look yeah. at all these people who want JR sauce in the store. Yeah. I, and I dare them to say no. You know what? We're going to go in there. We're going to look like, uh, what's, that, what's that liberal's name from uh, uh, Glenn Ross? And he's like, he's like, A, always, B, B, C, saucin'. From Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Yeah, there it is. I don't know. I just picture myself kind of like Clint Eastwood and Unforgiven. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just looking him in the eye. Or like Clint Eastwood when he had that chair up there, just giving it the business. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was waiting for him to drop an elbow on that chair. Wasn't you? I was. You know, I was I was standing up off my couch, and I kept rubbing my own elbow. You remember that? I, I remember Rock used to walk around the ring every once in a while. He'd look at his elbow like it was a weapon. Like he's sharpening it up before he's going to get that people's elbow. Sure. I was doing that while I was watching Clint Eastwood. You know, for a moment, I think we all were Clint Eastwood. Absolutely. I mean, a boy can dream. Either, either I'm Clint Eastwood or I want to be uh, Bruno Kirby from City Slickers. Now, I've referenced him on past podcasts, but he was a bad MFer in City Slickers. Who would you want to be? You'd want to be him, then definitely Curly. Oh, for sure. He got the gold. Bernie, he got the gold. <laughs> he got twin brother. He got twin brother. He got gold. Speaking of brothers. Oh, boy, what a transition. Should Pucks, I, turn I, into a pro. I am turning into a pro. You know what? We're almost 80, 80 episodes in. I know what I'm doing, all right? Uh-huh. Um, we have a special guest today 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now this is a very special guest, uh, literally a guest near and dear in my heart. Uh, you have heard about him often on the show. Sure. So much so, you'd think that he was paying for advertising time on his show. Um, you, you heard about his opinions, you heard stories of him, and now today he actually gets to defend himself. Sure. Uh, we got my brother Floyd on the show. Floyd, what's going on? Heard what's happening, buddy. <laughs> there he is. Oh, now, now I do want to point out we got you on that. Uh, we got you on that conference call here at that Skype or whatever. Because I told you you gotta come over to Bird Cave, and you said I ain't going nowhere but my own man cave tonight. Well, you know what? I was a little upset. You said let's do this tonight because I was supposed to be down at Sims Lanes on my team, the Holy Rollers. We're in third place in our conference, and you know what? You kept on bugging me, and I said fine. I'm the ringer on the team, but someone said they'd fill in, and they're in there, and now I'm here with you. Well, you, you know what? You know what? If you're going to be if you're gonna be going around and pick up a whole bowling team, I told you this before, ain't no one person the linchpin of a team. They can go a week without you, and then you can come back, and if honestly, you ain't got someone else strong enough to, to back you up on that team, you got to find a new team. You know what? You're absolutely right. Sometimes I like to throw them in there, and right when I release, I like to yell a little street fight or two. Tiger, uppercut! <laughs> he does. He does. He does do that. We almost got kicked ass Sims one time for that. Um, well, I feel, I feel like I'm, uh, I'm like with the, the brothers from Double Dragon right now. Like you're, you're like two mean dudes. I got, I got Herb right next to me. I'm, I'm looking at Floyd. He's got a beautiful drop ceiling behind him. Got wood paneling all over the place. Yeah. Nice, nice shag carpet. That's a, so. That is your bird cave that you're in right now, Floyd. Which one of you is Benny? <laughs> I want to know. What? The one of the double dragons. They spelled everything wrong, and it was like Jimmy and Bimmy. Oh, Jimmy and Bimmy. Yeah. I don't know. I probably, I'm probably the Bimmy. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. That sounds about right. Now, now, Floyd, you've been a, a long-time listener of the cast. I think you've been around since 2007, since the glory days, the Bush years, right? Absolutely, since the second Bush administration. Long-time listener, first time in, love the show. Very cool, Was well, it's, good, it's good to have you here. We've heard a lot of stories about you over the years, uh, You know, not the least of which was a little harassment incident down the crazy horse with another local newscaster. Are you comfortable talking about that? You know what? I'll go ahead and talk about it. Uh, you know? Some of my friends and I were wanting to be gentlemen and go down to the gentlemen's club. And uh, sure enough, when we get in there, there's a one and only WBVP sportscaster, Bob Foose for the Deuce Barrickman. We get in there and all my friends spot him. He's having a jolly good time. Next thing I know, all my friends from Rochester are walking over yelling, Bob Barrickman, Rochester Whippio Champs, 2001, 2002. He gets so upset that he's been identified, he runs out of there faster than that uh, Jamaican sprinter. What is that, Usain Bolt? Sure. Next he thing you know, Barrickman's gone, and I couldn't even ask him any questions about his favorite Blackhawk Hoops player or any of that stuff. Real disappointing. But it was a good time to see him, though. Well, now that you bring it up, who, my, now my favorite Blackhawk hoops player uh, is definitely Calabria. Now, we, uh, you know, one day down the road when we get a bigger budget, when we get sponsored by someone like Strohs or someone legit, maybe we'll get Calabria on here. Who is your favorite Blackhawk player? You know, I like people that banged on the board. So I'm going to go with 1999. This is my good buddy, his older brother, Matt Moy. He really knew how to bang the boards and put it in there and always gave the Cougars the win. 
You know, you got a lot of opinions about sports, uh, and <clears throat> I want to talk to you about how that, like, kind of shapes how you go about life, right? Because you love sports. You're a big sports guy. What are, what are the lessons that you got from, like, playing sports when we were kids to, to watch them today? Like, what do you take away from that to, to how you look at your life every day? That's a great question, brother. Well, listen, I always say this. Like our old man told us, you always give 100%, and if you lose, you cheat. And I do every time. If you got 21, I'm going to have 22, like Jake the Snake said, every time. I, I, I have to be honest. I can't imagine you guys playing sports. I imagine you playing sports entertainment, but I don't know about sports. That's it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, whoa. Yeah, oh, yeah. This is a sport. Darts is a sport. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Horseshoes is a sport. All right. Well, I, to be fair, I, I do want to ask you, Floyd. Uh, your brother has told me that he used to be a pretty mean baseball player back in his day, back in his high school days. Then he tore up his knee is what he said. Is this true? I can't picture him really running that fast. Is this true? You know what? I'm the first person to confirm it absolutely is true. You would never think by looking at him right now in that rotund figure he's got. But he could run faster than almost Andrew McCutcheon. <laughs> no, no, it's like grease lighting. Andrew I was like a wet chicken running around out there. Oh my God, Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah, he. You know what? I, he looks like uh, a character. He looks like the blob from a boy in his blob right now. <laughs> so to picture him flying is is pretty hard to believe. But if it's true, it's true. That's hey. why I am eating a handful of jelly beans as we're talking. So. So now, uh, now I want to talk to you guys about this. We've got some, you know, pop culture stuff going on today. Sure. And now the Oscars just happened recently. Sure. Floyd, did you watch them Oscars? You know what? My wife, she loves that stuff. I'll be down in my man cave and she'll say, hey, come up. The Oscars are on. The Oscars. You know what? I ain't into Hollywood and all that liberalism. Here in Beaver County, as we all know, we like good family values. And the Oscars have nothing to do with that. I boycott them. You boycott him. You know, right. he was I boycotting him before it was cool to boycott. That's true. So, now, now the reason I watched this year, and you know, I ain't much of a movie guy. Bucks, Bucks is a guy that's into, the, uh, that's into oh, what would you call it, trodding the boards? Something like that. Yeah. yeah I like, well, I like musicals, first okay. and foremost, but movies are all right. So, we got that Creed this year, right? Sure. We got Creed, and it's up for these Oscars, and Sylvester Stallone is, is, is up for Oscar, right? I watched that pre-show. And he's talking to him about it. And, you know, he's just talking about how he's just happy to be there. And all he's, he's like, well, you know, I got lucky being put in this category. Like, look at all these cool people I got to work with. And look at all these people that are, like, nominated with me. And all he's talking about is how cool everybody else is. And they keep trying to make him talk about himself. And he don't want to talk about himself. Sure. And I'll tell you, I think I, I, think I started to get why, why people like Sly Stallone so much. I, I would... Based off that performance, I'd say he's an honorary Pittsburgher. Because he's a, a selfless guy. He's a selfless dude. Oh, absolutely. I could definitely see that. I mean, you know what? Uh, he, he deserved that Oscar. He was owed that Oscar. And I only I'll seen two what. movies this year. I saw Creed and I saw Danish Girl because the old lady tricked me into he watching. saw the what? I saw the, do you know about this, Floyd? Danish Girl? Yeah, I heard about that, all that nonsense. You, I didn't see it, though. So your old lady made you watch that. She made me watch it, and you know what? To be PC, it is what it is, and she is what she's not. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, didn't, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it, and I don't really have much more to add. It was what it was. Well, I, right, I got a question, quick, Real quick, though, real quick guys. Uh, favorite Stallone movie with, like, a one-sentence uh, defense for it? Oof, wow. Over-the-top arm wrestling. 
period. <laughs> I don't think you need much more than that. Uh, uh, Judge Dredd, what I always thought 2016 would be like, but it's not. <laughs> Copland. Oh. Sylvester Stallone finally looks like me. <laughs> what was that? Where you said, uh, you had it, you blew it. You blew it. You blew it. I would say Demolition Man. Oh, oh. What's, what's the one sentence? It doesn't need a sentence. Three seashells. There it is. Oh, nice, dude. I feel like, you know, you know who was in Copland, one of my favorite actors, Anthony Rappaport. Oh, yeah, yeah, Classic. yeah. Michael, Jesus. All right, that's it. Hey, I want I want to buy him real quick. Well, I don't watch the Oscars. I do watch some of that entertainment tonight. And there was a news article came up about Tom Cruise moving to Beaver County. You guys see that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw this. So, so everyone get real excited about how Tom Cruise coming to Beaver County. He's going he's going to get a mansion sure. up in Cake Eater District. He's sure. going to hang out. Yeah, I, I want to know how this gets started. I I think there's someone tried to make a parody website and it worked and it was just a parody website that that's their only article. Really? Wait, burn. I don't know, something like that. You're trying to tell me everything on the internet's not true? <laughs> everything is not true. What? Uh, I don't know, I don't know. What? Uh, See, that's, that's why I don't like this why I don't like the internet. Well, you know what? This whole Tom Cruise thing got everybody all worked up. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's on the news. It's on this. It's, it's on that. It's on the other. You yeah. know what I mean? Is he moving here or not? Bernie, he's not moving here. Is that correct? You know what? Jesus Christ. But I kind of like the idea of Tom Cruise like buying Beaver and then using it as like Mission Impossible 6. It's like, it's just like terrorists are coming town. to blow up a small town and, and it's Beaver. Now, just, what, if, what if the plot of that Mission Impossible was him posing it as a sheriff? <laughs> that would be sick. I mean, yeah. that would be sick. Um, so, well, okay, so, so everyone's talking about, but, like, what's it going to do, Tom Cruise moving to Beaver County? I mean, honestly, he ain't going to be hanging out here. He, he going around the country all the time. Yeah, that's It true. ain't like he's pumping money into the economy around here. Uh, probably not. If he is moving, it's a Scientology thing, I guarantee it. Oh, you think they're, tr wait, you think they're trying to put their, like, science thing in, 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 in Beaver County? I don't know. I don't know. You know what? There's a, have you guys seen this documentary on HBO about the Scientologists? No, I ain't have seen you this. seen this, uh, Floyd? Have you seen this? Yeah, I saw it. It was pretty interesting. Eye riveting. It was. Well, you know what? I I had to turn it off after about forty five minutes because it was like, hey, uh, come come with me to this dark lair and get naked and treat each other like shit. That's that's Scientology to me. And quite frankly, I really couldn't follow the son of a gun. Um, and my wife was like, oh, boy, I'm so riveted. I'm like, you know what? You want to be riveted? Put on 60 Minutes. Put on Dateline NBC. This is crap. So she get riveted by by Scientology documentaries and Danish Girl. That's correct. Okay. She's very highbrow, my she, wife. She she is pretty highbrow. She's from Conway. Yeah, yeah. The other day I was talking about Warhol, and she told me it's pronounced Warhol. Really? Yeah. Ah. Well, it's, it's, uh, I mean, you know, uh, I, I am who I am, and she is who she is. Well played. Very Thank well played. Now, now, let me ask you, Floyd, if you were, uh, if you had Tom Cruise money, where in Beaver County would you, would you live? If you could be anywhere. You know, that's a great question, Bucks. I'm going to have to stay tried and true to my tigers and plop right down on College Hill right across from old Geneva 
right across from Reeves Field, even more specifically. There you There's go. nothing like home. All right. That's a good that's a good location too. You know that real estate's getting better and better down there. Put all that money in there? Yeah. He ain't selling out. Bernie would probably go to River Road. Yeah, where are you gonna Bernie. go, Bernie? He's he's texting right now. Oh, he's texting. Who are you texting right now? He'd probably get a condo where everything's all green, whatever that means. He probably, yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, you know, he was telling us our show got to be more green the other day. Oh, you know what? It's like, what, what, what does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. I, you know where I went for the first time the other day? Where? Whole Foods. Have you heard about this? What is, is it just, what is Whole Foods? Honestly, everything in there looked like it tasted good. Uh-huh. And it was about 40% more. So I don't know what the hell it so was So it's about. bigger. It's, no, it's the same size. Same it's size. The, it's the same size. But, but it, it's it was like four times, like 40% more? It was more? like 40% more. So um, I don't know. You want a Butterfinger at Whole Foods? Four fifty. dollars why, why am I going to pay? Why am I going to pay? I, the, I am beside myself right now. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. I kid you not. So I go down there, I get a zucchini. I, I don't know, probably two fifty for a zucchini. What? I don't know. I don't know. What do you do? You, nah, nah. I know. I know. Floyd. Floyd a little bit, got a little bit into this in, into this green food stuff. Ooh. I do know that. You was juicing for a while. Yeah, I was juicing. I had a little, uh, as they say, bowel movement problems, and the doctor said you gotta help yourself get a little better by uh, treating that colon kindly. So, old lady and I went out, got a juicer, watched that movie. Uh, what's that? Fat, sick, and nearly dead, and really turned my life around. Wow. That's now nah, he's a juicer. I come over, I'm like, yo, you want to get some orms? And he's like, no, I got juice. Oh, my goodness. He's like Mark McGuire, juicing. Yeah, that's it. Now, when uh, they test you, they test you for juices at work? You know what? That's a good question, but uh, they don't. You know, with running the forklift over at Boss Cause, put on the mattresses on the pallets, you know, they know I'm tried and true, and they know it's working. Because all my movements are more crisp and I'm more alert. <laughs> now, now, can I ask him a question? Now, this now if you don't, if you can't reveal it, you can't. But you know my buddy Roach from Rochester. Uh, who doesn't? <laughs> you know, you know a couple other guys from Rochester who will, who will rename name uh, nameless here. But I heard they was working at Boscov's not so long ago, and after the store would close, people would f on the beds there. <laughs> you know anything about that? You know what? I've heard that story more than I've heard almost the story of. Charlie No Face. You ain't from that part of the county, but you may have heard of that box. And you know, I'd like to think with Roach and the wildness in him, that's probably true. Oh boy! Wow. Now, now here's a question: If you do, do you guys feel like you ain't never done that because you ain't had the opportunity to do it, or you ain't never done it because you ain't never gonna do something like that? Are you asking me if yeah, I would yeah. do something like that? Yeah. Honestly, I just can't see my old lady. My old lady won't even French kiss me in uh, in public, let alone f in a Boscov's bed. So I, you knew the answer from me. How about you, Floyd? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Cut the music right there, Herb. You know darn well. Back in my heyday, I once got busy in the parking lot of Darlington Cheese Factory. <laughs> that, that's like a rap lyric. I once got busy in the parking lot of Darlington Cheese Factory. It's weird because I feel like I'm cutting a promo every time I'm talking on him. You know, he just doesn't listen when I tell him my great feats in life. And then he has to go, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Wow. <laughs> well, you know, it's uh, you, 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 you come in with a new great feat. There's so many of them that I can't keep track. 
You know, you know the best place for smooching in Beaver County. Where you ever take a lady to the back of Lowe's in the center, and you can you can you can take her right right behind Lowe's. I'm serious. I worked with a girl at Brewster's many moons ago. Uh huh. We went to see Jurassic Park three. Yeah. And then I drove her to the back of Lowe's. She could see all of downtown Manaka. You could see the bridges. I said one day this could be yours, but right now this is yours. And I planted one right on her. It's true. It's true. Took her to Freddy's Haunts a couple weeks later. <laughs> oh, you took her to Freddy's Haunts, and then you left her in the woods. You took off. I know. Uh, you get scared. <laughs> it is. Now, now, are they or are they not the scariest place in Beer County? Is that a Floyd? Floyd Freddy's Trails. Freddy's Haunts? Well, I have a confession to make. When I was in second grade, I went there and almost peed my pants. Almost. My old man gave me the choice of either seeing Tom Selleck's Mr. Baseball oh. or going to see going to Freddy's Haunted Trail. I thought I was a real man. Tried to go down to Freddy's. I made the first exhibit. Some guy was drilling someone in the head, and I nearly almost ran away and into the woods and got lost. Oh, man. Did you ever see Mr. Baseball? Did that ever happen eventually? Yeah, unfortunately, it didn't. I made a bad mistake that day, and I learned. I learned. I, I, later on in life, I got to see it. I really wish I would have watched it at a younger age. Aww. Yeah, you know, some movies, it's just like you have to see it at the right age, you know, to really appreciate what's going on there. Sure. And I feel like if you if you're just going to go see Mr. Baseball, it should be when you're real young. That's a good point. Yeah. It's a classic, though. It's a classic. It's all about, you know, they, they used to say our old man looked like Tom Selleck. Really? Yeah. They used to or say that. Oh, yeah, Floyd knows. Oh, yeah, that or Tony Orlando. <laughs> Tony Orlando. Well, that was when he started. That's when he let himself go a little bit more to look like his kids. Sure. <laughs> I just realized Mr. Baseball is kind of like the flip side of gung-ho. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, that is true. That's so true. You got Americans going to Asians or, or you got Asians coming to Beaver County. Yeah. That's I like that. That's an interesting point. So if you – okay. So I, I, I think when you watch Mr. Baseball, you think, like, what will I do in Japan? Now, uh, Floyd, uh, Bucks whips this out a couple uh, last episode. He starts spitting Japanese all over the microphone. Uh, konnichiwa, Phil-san. Ego hanasemasuka. Sumimasen. Yeah, I, I do. I speak a little bit of what Japanese. What did he say? Did he say? I said, hello, Phil. Do you speak English? Excuse me. I only know about four things. <laughs> I don't always say them in order, you son of a gun. <laughs> but I do know a little. I know a little Japanese. So uh, what I want to know is, yeah, with, uh, Floyd, help me out here. How are we going? Uh, could we rewrite Mister Baseball and pitch it as Buxy in a lead role? Like, what would it be like if Buxy got sent to Japan by himself like that? Mister Buxball. <laughs> Mister Buxball. I. I don't even know. You know, I, I would consider something like that to be a complete. Complete failure, just utter <laughs> failure. Because yeah. Rosetta Stone is not paying off for bucks over there. How many? How many lines was that? He said he couldn't make it. I don't think so. Whoa. You want so so? What do you think will happen? We took bucks and we just drop him off in Japan. Oh my god! What I think would happen? Well, you know, I love bucks, but uh, I think his his training and his theater troupe would get a little too high on his hog and think that he would uh try to in, entice himself and learn the the cultures of Japan and. I think he'd end up saying something rude like, uh, you know, last time I checked, USA won, Japan nothing. How we won? The bomb. <laughs> I mean, that is the score. <laughs> if we're keeping score, that's the score. 
Not That's to be true. a dick. See, well, there you go. There you go. You gotta be careful about that. I guess so. Yeah, Bucks. I mean, Bucks, and I don't mean this in a bad way. You you ain't too sensitive to like yeah. other cultures. Well, you know, uh, one of my ideas, Floyd. I've been I've been pitching Herb on this for a while. You know how the, how uh, we got those uh, shirts with like a hand with all the Steelers rings on the hand. Yeah. I want to have a hand, two hands with all our seven victories uh, at USA. You know what I mean? The Revolutionary War, War eighteen twelve, Civil War, Spanish American War, World War One, World War Two. Civil War doesn't count. Why? I I I don't need your civil war. But that's his reenactment. <laughs> you you telling him you telling him that his reenactments me, don't mean nothing. Oh man. It's a different uh it's a different score. All right. All I right. so half point. Half point half for a point. civil war. So we're 6 and a half and oh. Okay. Uh and I and you know what? Go, the golf war counts as a half. So we're back to 7 and oh. Yeah. And I'd love to just have seven fingers with rings on them for all our wins. See, that's that's why I like the pitch. I'd like to pitch if we was talking Mr. Bucksball, we pitch Buxy goes to Japan because he's the United States foremost war reenactor. Sure. Right? So now they hire you to go to Japan to reenact their wars. That'd be sick. I, I'm in. It's like the Last Samurai. It would be. That's it. Starring Tom Cruise. That dude. I could see myself falling in love with a beautiful woman who looks like Christy Yamaguchi, and just smooching her at the end. Floyd, are you in? You know what? I think you really turned me around. And I see at the end though is there's that love triangle right there. That love. That love interest between you and Christy Yamaguchi, and her dad is General Hirohito, and you have to fight him at the end. And you only know one line in Japanese, and that's "hi." That would be sweet. That's you know. Uh, I think we got. I think we're starting to develop a screenplay I think here. We are. God darn it! I think we are. Someone uh, get the spec script. Is that what they say? The spec script. Is that what they call that? I don't know. Spec Bernie. Is that what that is? It's a spec script. I don't know. I, he's just kind of nodding his he's head. Nodding his head. Yeah. I don't know. They they sometimes have those on e bombs. World. E bomb world. <laughs> e bombs world. Sometimes they'll just have scripts that you can read. That's what. I don't know. What's the first thing you remember from e mobs world? Uh, you, uh, do you do an Arnold? I don't do an Arnold. Do you do it? Do do uh, it's. Are you talking about Arnold? You know the Arnold, the Arnold machine from E Bombs World. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I got one of them phone calls. Floyd calls me one time. Uh, you know, and I think uh, I see. You know, this is before caller ID. I pick up the phone, and you know the other on the other end of the phone, I go hello, and I hear hello, <laughs> and I go who this? And he goes who are you? <laughs> And I say, who the hell is this? Herb. And he goes, uh, what was that? What was that line from Terminator? He was like, uh, uh, your clothes, your clothes and your vehicle. Give them to me now. And I was like, I ain't giving you nothing. What do you think? That I thought it was the IRS. And so I'm like, listen, you're going to try to audit me. You need to come to my house. Sure. And then he goes, be quiet. I said, don't you, you know what? You call me up and you start talking like this to me. You know what? I'm gonna come over there. I'm gonna give you a piece of my mind. <laughs> sure. And he Turns tells out me, I have a series of questions. I'm going to ask you. <laughs> but then he don't ask me no question. No, first question he asked me, he goes, "Who is your daddy and what does he do?" And I'm like, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna tell you who my dad is. Then it turn out, then it turn out all, all the whole time, it's Floyd over there on a computer, and he got his computer talking to me on a phone. Sure. Floyd. So I don't like no e-bomb world. <laughs> <laughs> See, he knows. He ain't hiding. He kind of laughs like DiBiase a little bit. <laughs> you, do, you got that DiBiase laugh. 
you know, well, hey, I'm the million dollar man over here with all the million dollar stories. But I have to admit about that story. I do remember that. And uh, to be honest, we were over at 19th hole. My buddy brought over his his compact Passario uh, laptop and because uh, he wanted to do a sports betting while he was drinking. And, and he found that site and uh, we called we called old Herb Bear and had a good laugh. Now, now, here's something else we used to do whenever we go to a, a bar. Uh, Floyd know all about this. We used to we we go get some beers and we we'd Hanson bomb the jukebox, <laughs> and that's when you just put as much money as you could in the jukebox and you just program mbop over and over again. It's true. It, we did that uh, back in the heyday. Uh, you know, we'd do that. Put about five six bucks worth of uh, money in the jukebox. Play mbop. It'd be funny first one or two times, and then by the uh, eighth or ninth time, it was about the people in there would be about as rowdy as a as a Trump protester at a rally. It's true. They got real upset one time. They pulled a plug on jukebox. They did. They did. I think that's a say. If you did that down, like say Kendrews, you might not be here to to talk about it. So I think you did it at the right place. Nineteen told. That's a safe place to do that kind of thing. You know, that's a true safe zone. That is true safe zone. Um, we got some sirens in the background, but I do I do want to ask uh, Floyd a couple questions. Now, Floyd, uh-huh. I've known the Herbster for for a very long time, very very long time, many many moons. But I haven't always known him. I didn't know him when he was a young man. Um, so let me let me ask you a couple questions about him when he was a younger guy. First of all, has he always talked with his mouth open while he ate? <laughs> Absolutely, oh. never stopped. He's still doing that? I haven't seen him since uh, Thanksgiving. He said he was going to stop that for Lent. Is oh he still doing God. that? <laughs> hey, listen. All right. You know, I uh, what I said was I would try to stop that for Lent. Okay? <laughs> and the other day, you know, Bucks walked in before our last uh, bird cast. I was having something to eat. He sat down with his back to me, refused to look at me till I was done eating. I need an umbrella to eat with him. Absolutely. It's like watching a pig eat. It's disgusting. <laughs> Now, now let, let me also ask you. I, I know he's been a longtime wrestling fan. Does he have any embarrassing memories about wrestling? He ever dress up like HBK? He ever, he ever mark out for anybody? Well, you know what? When we were kids, we were we were gonna go for Halloween as wrestlers, and uh, he he thought he'd be different because everyone wanted to be the Macho Man or Hulk Hogan or the Million Dollar Man. He came out of his bedroom. With a beat up New York Yankee shirt on, beat up blue jeans, and I said, "Who are you supposed to be?" He said, "I'm the Brooklyn Brawler." <laughs> Listen, Brooklyn Brawler was an underdog, all right, and I always root for the underdog. And you watch him come out there, and he'd get his ass kicked, and every once in a while he'd pull off a victory. Sure. And you know, and it was those little victories I was always rooting for. You know, that's what he said back then. He said, "You know what? The Brooklyn Brawler reminds me of the work ethic of people in Beaver County." Is he running for mayor or going out for Halloween? I don't know. Kissing hands, shaking babies, or however they say it, you know, whatever he does. Speaking of which, how was he with the ladies back in the day? Well, before I, I've only known him since he's been with his wife from his early 20s. Was he good with the girls back in high school? You ever see the movie Team Wolf? Sure. <laughs> you ever see that guy? His name's Styles. Yeah. That's pretty much all I got to say about that, Bucks. Really? Uh, legend in his own mind. Oh my goodness! Who'd have thought it? I did call everybody Dick Nose. So <laughs> now you also now we we never usually go here, um, but you happen to know uh, Bernie, a young Bernie, a high school Bernie. Is that correct? 
I, I do know our high school Bernie. And you know what? I, I When I was listening to the Birdcast a few months ago, I was proud to know that I knew that random tidbit that Bernie worked at Sears. <laughs> and what were your impressions of him? When you heard Bernie was working at Sears, what did you think? Did you think he's cut for this job? Hell no. <laughs> Bernie needs to be working at something where his hands don't get dirty. You know, maybe a hostess or a host, they'd call it, you know. Oh, here's your seat, sir. Have a good meal. <laughs> you know, I think that's pretty accurate. I could see that. Yeah. That's, uh... I've never done food service. Oh! Okay. What, do you think you better in food service? You know... I've never done food service. That's all I'm saying. It's a fact. Let me ask My you. hands stayed mostly <laughs> clean at Sears. It was just the money. Let me, oh, okay, okay, okay. Let me ask you a question. You, you got a call from, from the biggest restaurant around. Say your cell phone rings and you look at the caller ID and it says Yolanda's. And they <laughs> give you a call and you answer the phone and they say, Bernie, we want you to be a waiter. You're telling me you would say no. No, we were a Giuseppe's family. Oh, oh, boy. You know, one time Floyd and I go down to Giuseppe's. We eat down there with, with our mom and we look over and there's the Crivelli guy. No. And he's ordering to-go food. Shut up. Yeah. We look over and we go, hey, hey. And, and Floyd <laughs> Floyd keeps pointing at him going, it's the guy from TV. It's the guy from TV. And he turns around, he nods at us, and he goes, hello. Oh, my goodness. And we say, it's oh, true. Got- it's true. It's very true. You know, I want to go back to Burn, though. I, there's a random tidbit that no one ever talks about is that Burn was an avid swimmer at Settler's Cabin when we were kids. We'd go up there, burn, we'd get on the high dive. But there's one thing I remember about Burn to this day. No one had naturally shaped chest hair like Burn in the shape of a T. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, he still, Floyd will still ask me about, he'll go, he'll go, how Bernie doing? He's still got that thick of the chest hair. <laughs> oh, man. Bernie owns it, though. You know what I mean? He like he's he, he owns it. He owns it. Lot lot of deep V-neck T-shirts. <laughs> That's pretty sick. That's, Floyd, Floyd, you love that. You love that. I don't think I don't think you've talked more about a specific detail of one person more than you've been talking about Bernie's chest hair over the There's years. There's two things I love in Burns' family: Burns' chest hair and his dad's red suspenders. His dad, really, his dad wears red suspenders. Every once in a while. It's a real mark. It's like uh, Ted DiBiase wearing the million-dollar title. It's a great accessory. Everyone knows him for it. He, he always, Floyd always points it out when he sees my dad. <laughs> really? Always. Yeah, my dad loves it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's very cool. That's true. And, and Floyd, Floyd even took the wearing suspenders because of it. Really? Oh, yeah. I did. You know what? <laughs> They're great. If you're rotund like uh, Herb and I and Bucks, I know you're on that, too. It's way better than a belt. Doesn't cut in your belly. Keeps the pants up. Now, Bucks, Bucks don't really wear formal wear. He said Canada was always good for one thing, and that was its tuxedo, which is all denim. <laughs> That's very true. That's now, very true. So, so tell us a little bit about, because you say you're like, I ain't never going to wear no call. I ain't going to wear no suit and tie nowhere. Sure. Well, no, you know what? I, I think of one man. I think of Bruce Springsteen. You know what I mean? I think of denim on denim, and I thought if it was good enough for the boss, it was good enough for me. 
So, mm-hmm. you know, I rock some denim. I do what I got to do. I own what I got to own. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's funny you say that because I, I saw this on the internet. Tell me if this is real or not, Bernie. Yeah, we saw a, guy, saw a guy say that he did something like a boss. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. My daughters talk about this stuff. So wait, what, what, is that? what does that mean? Does that mean like know. do it like Bruce? I don't know. Yeah, uh, Floyd, I can't even remember. Floyd, you got daughters? Yeah, I got one, oh, unfortunately. Do they say things and you just... <laughs> You just gotta laugh. I was I was at dinner the other day and I was like, uh, "Hey, did you, did you get your homework done?" And my daughter goes, "Yes, Queen. Yes." Now I don't. What do I, what do you even say to that? Why why is she calling you Queen? I don't know. I don't know, but I know that if I argue it, it's not going to get me anywhere. So I said, "Ha, all right." You know, what do you do in these situations, Floyd? You know what? I heard you got to wait it out. That's all you got to do. I feel like a prisoner in my own house. You know, I've taken on a lot of overtime up at Boz Cause because getting out of the house away from the old lady, I call her the old battle axe, <laughs> and my daughter, getting away from there and hitting that forklift like being on vacation. I don't got to go to Kalahari now up in Erie to go on vacation, the water slides. I just go to work. That's true. Floyd will send me... Floyd will send me sometimes, he'll stand between he'll stand between two forklifts and he'll send me a photo and go, hey, I'm on vacation at two forks. <laughs> That's pretty sick. I mean, who needs Lake Erie when you can do, you know, when you can yeah. go to Boscoff's? Yeah. Absolutely. You know, vacation, they say home is where you make it, so is vacation. That's a good point. Um, speaking of which, have you guys been up to uh, Lake Erie lately? You guys get up to Meadville, Conneaut Lake? Thinking about taking the kids up there this summer, man. You know what? I go up there about uh, twice a year when the summer hits because, as you've heard on the BirdCast, I'm a big fan of betting on the ponies. So I go up to Prescott and watch that thoroughbred horse racing up there. It's a good time. The wife and I get a nice uh, buffet dinner before we go feed her because she's a hungry girl, and we go out there and just bet on the ponies. That's awesome. Now, now, remind me, you've you've been to one of them Triple Crown races, right? Yeah, I've been. I went down for with uh, with our cousin. Our cousin lives down in uh, near the Baltimore area. I couldn't get over it. So much Ravens crap. But anyways, we went down for the Preakness. It's that uh, second leg of the Triple Crown. Yeah, yeah. So now tell us a little bit. You, you, you as a guy that likes to bet on them ponies. What's that like? Is that like is that like being at like uh, like the World Series for baseball? Sort of. I like to call it uh, the the easiest way to put it for the non horse horse enthusiasts is that uh, Kentucky Derby's your WrestleMania. The Preakness is more like SummerSlam, and you never know what's going to happen at SummerSlam. Kevin Nash may come out of the rafters or come out of the audience and choke slam you. Jesus, that's true. What if that would happen at the Preakness? Sure. No, Kevin Nash come out and choke slam a horse. Oh my God. What would you do? I would say this. We were talking about JR. I'd say, oh my God, he's bleeding like a horse. <laughs> Classic JR call. Can you, uh, can you do it? Since you, since you both do JR impressions, Floyd, can you uh, do a little plea to our fans to sign our liberal petition to get JR's sauce in Giant Eagle? You want me to do that in, JR, in JR's voice, or you just want me to go ahead and talk from the heart? I do. I'd say talk from the heart in Jr.'s voice, <laughs> if you don't if if you don't mind. Listen here, Beaver County. <laughs> we really need your help. We have a slobber knocking good sauce that we need to put in your stores. Giant Eagle, Jr.'s Barbecue, 
My friends Herb, Bucks, and Byrne are doing everything they can, but they need your help to make this a championship-winning sauce. My wife's from the Pittsburgh area, so it would mean a great deal if you guys could get on change.org and sign up for that petition. Hell yeah. Stone Cold! Stone Cold! Alright, so I, I just looked at Herb and I, I put my finger up, like meaning like let me respond when when Floyd's done. And I was gonna request that you do the stone cold, but it turns out you already did it. So awesome. Hey, no that's what problem. Floyd does. He over delivers. He gets you he gets you what you want and he gets you what you he knew you'd want before he even knew you wanted oh, it. Oh my gosh. Floyd, you should do community theater with me. A little troop theater. A little troop theater. We're doing my fair lady this summer. You know, I was looking at the Beaver County Times today, and they had all the high school musicals that are coming out. They had Les Miserables coming down to that, uh, I like to call it the old Midland High School, because I keep it real. Now it's at that Lincoln Arts Performance Center or whatever, but I may go check it out. Oh, you should go see. You know what? Everybody, I I don't want to tell you how it ends, but it's miserable, you know? (laughs) I think these guys is mispronouncing that word. Whatever. It is what it is. What it is. Is that what that? What is? So what is that? What is that about? Les Miserables. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Have you ever heard of cronuts? <laughs> like, like the testicles of a bird. I'm not gonna get into it. All right. I'm not gonna get okay. into it here. I don't want you to think less of me. Can I? Can I have two things for for Floyd, real quick? Okay. Okay. I got a bone to pick with a couple of your friends. Uh oh. Now the uh, first one. Now this ain't even a bone. I don't even know, even know if this guy's your friend anymore. You know, uh, when you were talking about the Preakness, you know Tyler Palm. <laughs> Tyler Palm. Yeah. Sure. From Rochester. I'm watching the Preakness about 11 years ago with my old man. You remember a horse broke his leg in the Preakness? Absolutely. Yeah. Tyler Palm calls me up right as that happens. And he says, my car needs jumped. I'm stuck at the Pittsburgh airport. Now, here's the worst part. I barely know this son of a bitch. I just met him a couple days earlier. Um, (laughs) But I couldn't say no, you know, because he had me right on the phone. And me and my old man went up and we jumped his car for him. So, Tyler Palm, wherever you're at, I only knew you for a minute. um, And I did you a big damn favor. Now, more importantly, your buddy Flesh. (laughs) Yeah. So your buddy Flesh posts on Facebook a couple months ago that he's got these new Kanye West shoes. Now I hear they cost like $4,000 and I think, oh my goodness, I could take three trips to Ocean City with those shoes. So I say, wow man, those are sweet. Where'd you get them? Uh, do you like them? I say a lot of things to him and you know what he's, you know how he responds? One word, he goes, internet. <laughs> big time me. On Facebook. You call it big time on the internet. Yeah. So I just want you to know that. You tell him that he big-timed old bucks. Well, let's break this down, your two, your two beats. Number one, typical Tyler Palm. That's You get out of someone from Rochester. You meet him for five minutes, they want 20 bucks off you or a ride from the airport. Typical when you cross the bridge, the expectations people have, you know? So that one's dealt with, but Tyler, we still love you. Number two, Flesh. I'll tell you what, he has an unhealthy obsession with that Kanye West. You know, he went to that, uh, what is that? He's all into fashion now. He had a fashion show in New York City, drove all the way up there. No, we need a whole show for fashion. I don't know, but you know what? I saw their clothes. He said, look how cool these are, bruh. I don't know what bruh means, but he sent me the picture. It looked like uh, the clothes from Zoolander that Mugatu had, the derelict uh, line. Oh, yeah, yeah, that Hansel, he's so hot right now. <laughs> what is this, a school for ants? 
So wait, so what what these clothes look like? I ain't seen none of these clothes. Uh, real simple there, brother. Go down to Big Rock Park at midnight down New Brighton and look for the people sleeping on the river. That's about how they look. What? Wait, so wait, so so it's just like a bunch of like oversized sweatshirts and stuff. Not like the old man, brother, where he'd go from games and get the Joe Boxer see-through hockey jersey with a yin-yang on one side and a winking, smiling face on the other. Not I just, like I just that. really want to point out, I want 100% point out, that was a real shirt that our, that our old man owned. That's a Joe Boxer mesh hockey jersey. And he, he refused to wear a shirt underneath it, too. So he wasn't just showing everything. He was showing everything and then some. He over-delivered. He tried to give you what he thought you wanted before you knew you didn't want it. Did your old man ever own a Hideo Nomo jersey from Gabe's? Because my old man owned one of them. My old man owned a lot of things, but I'll tell you what he also owned. He also owned a union card. He'd never wear anything that was Hideo Nomo. That's a foreign player. That's true. That's fair. That's true. He said this is an American game. We didn't agree with him. I just want to point that out. I had a Nomo poster on my wall when I was a kid. Did you really? Yeah, it said, Nomo, Mr. Nice Guy. Oh, there he got that. And you know what? He's not telling the whole story, though. He came in, saw that. He got so hot under the collar, he walked up to it, ripped it off, and he said, now it's Nomo. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Your old man did. The old man took it off the wall. The duality of your old man's pretty awesome. Sounds That's... like a very well-rounded guy. Yeah, well, you know, he had layers. Absolutely. One layer, all of the layers had coffee stains on the clothes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, oh, man. So we're, we're getting towards the end here. Uh, so, so, Floyd, I, I want to ask you, what, what's coming up? So we're just getting close to the turn of spring, right? <clears throat> we got weather's getting a little nicer. Air's getting a little bit sweeter. What you got coming up that you're real excited about? Well, there's nothing better than the year around this time of year when old Vince McMahon brings WWE into Pittsburgh, I go ahead and splurge taking vacation day for the next day because they have Monday Night Raw coming to next week. Cannot wait. That's right. You know, and we're we're going to that Monday Night Raw. You two are going to Monday Night Raw. We're going Monday oh, Night Raw. my goodness. Are you guys thinking about dressing up? Maybe tag team? Maybe just, I'm just planting some seeds. Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> You know what? I was thinking about it. I was going to talk to her back if we were done. What do you think about going as a natural disasters? I'll go as Tugboat, the little brother that could, and you go as Earthquake. I think that is maybe the best idea you've ever had. If you need a Mr. Fuji. <laughs> that's a, that's big, true. a big Mr. Fuji. <laughs> well, you know, you, you know Japanese. I do know a little Japanese. Yeah, yeah. Konnichiwa. Yeah. And then Bernie, you could go as Sensational Sherry. No, <laughs> you don't want to do that. He just shook his head. I think that's HBK. No, with his chest hair, Floyd, he got to go as Razor Ramon. Uh, no one has better chest hair than him. Absolutely. Absolutely. You just got to get real good at flicking a toothpick. <laughs> he don't want to do it. Well, I'm excited for you two guys. Yep. Have fun. It's it's WrestleMania season. Oh, it's absolutely WrestleMania. It was the night before WrestleMania. Oh, and all through the house. Everybody was stirring. That's all I got so far. I don't know. It is what it is, man. Everybody's all fired up about UFC. Uh, this little Irish guy lost, uh, and the, the woman lost. Who gives a damn? It's WrestleMania season. Yeah, you know what? Talk, talk to me when you talk about Kevin Owens. Thank you. 
You know, talk to me where you're talking about Dean Ambrose or Brock Lesnar. All right, all right. We're gonna we're gonna finish strong here. I'm gonna ask you one last question, Floyd, uh, uh, about our buddy Herb. If there's one thing one thing we could know about him, one thing you want you want the Jag Nation to know about this guy that I might not get out of him, what would that be? That's a good question. Uh, the thing I'd say, and I don't know if it came up on on, on uh, prior episodes or not, but Herb once owned an NSYNC CD and matching yellow goggles he'd wear while he listened to it. No, he didn't. Burn? Bernie's shaking his head, yes! What? Why? Why? Why did this happen? Okay, so let me explain myself here, all right? Number one, number one, goggles was cool. You just wear, I, I, I called them my beer goggles. Because I thought it was real funny that people talk about how they get drunk and then they see things differently and they had goggles. So I wear these goggles two places. Party, out, uh, party at a party and a party in my bedroom. And the other party in my bedroom would involve an NSYNC CD. Yeah. Now, I will say that I went through a phase where pop music, where I was weighing the pop music. Okay. You know, I listened to, because I used to listen to B94. I used to listen to that Top 8 at 8. Sure. And they had that Bye 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 song. Sure. And I thought, I thought, you know what? This ain't bad for a pop song. And I used to be able to stomp my feet to it. So then I bought that CD. I tried to go. I went. I went with my buddy Mike down to the down to the CD store, and he's like, "Oh, what you gonna buy?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna look at some stuff. I knew what I was gonna buy." And he wanders off to another part of the store. So I grabbed the CD real fast and I run up to the counter and I hand it to the woman. And she's taking forever to find a copy behind the behind the shelf. I'm just going, "Could you just hurry up?" Jesus. And up walks my buddy Mike and he looks down. <laughs> And this is the one thing I didn't want to happen, and it actually happens. He goes, holy shit, what the hell are you buying? <laughs> I said, I'm buying, I'm buying a CD for, for... He's like, you ain't got no one to buy this for. I'm like, well, you just shut up. And he won't shut up. And he goes, I can't believe he's brought me all the way down here to this music store. Does Sam Goody make me watch you buy NSYNC CD? I said, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. But I kept it, and I listened to it, and I, and I will I will stand by that CD choice. All right, first of all, he's trying to pretend like he forgot the name of the CD. <laughs> what was the name of the CD? name of the CD is No Strings no Attached. No Strings Attached. It was No Strings Attached. Second of all, Bernie, have you ever seen uh, Can't Hardly Wait? Essentially, it sounds like Herb was Seth Green's character in Can't Absolutely. Hardly Wait. Absolutely. Special K. Special K. Oh my! I mean, you ain't wrong. Is the thing. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Oh man. When whenever a guy like you would come in the Gadzooks when I was working there, we'd say, "Boy, that guy got a lot of gatitude." You had a lot of gatitude. <laughs> you had a lot of gatitude back in your day, my friend. I, I bet you. I bet you. You sold me uh, uh, a club shirt with flames on it. <laughs> I bet I did. Floyd's neglecting to tell you about his Timberlake do though. You, you, oh, okay. Did he have tips? No, no. He didn't. He ain't got no tips. What he had was a full perm with a blonde dye job. No, he did. A hundred percent. And he had two big old rocks that he wearing each year. No. Yeah. You had a perm. Where'd you get a Where'd you get a perm? I went down to uh, well, back in back in Herb's heyday when he thought he's lazy man. Somehow. Some girl gave him the time of day to date him for a bit. Her mom, her mom did hair, so I went over and got a perm. And I'm I won't I won't shy from it. 
you gotta do what you gotta do when you're young to make the ladies notice you. And guess what? It worked. Okay. And you bleached it. And you bleached your hair too. Not ashamed. Not ashamed. I say this. Back in the day then, perm plus highlights equals trim. You know what? If I saw you two Jags back in the day, I would say bye, bye, bye. That's what I would do. Well, you know what? That's why That's why our family is a posse. Sure, sure. We roll deep. That's, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I cannot believe that you brought that up. 100% that's a real story. You know what? If you two were the rockers, you would both be Marty Jannetty. That's the way I see it. You son of a bitch. I'll say what I got to say. I'll do what I got to do, and I'll take us home, because I don't want to hear any more of these stories. I don't want to hear no 98. I don't want to hear no O-Town stories from you two. Um, we're wrapping up the broadcast. Bernie, for the first time, did not give us the wrap-it-up sign, but I, I can't hear this stuff anymore. Um, <laughs> you tapping out. So, so we're wrapping it up. Um, we will be back soon. May, maybe not next week. We'll see what happens next week. Got some stuff lined up between Raw, this, that, and the other. Uh, but we will be back soon to discuss WrestleMania, to discuss Sauce Watch. Please sign the petition. You heard the plea. You heard the man. Um, on behalf of the broadcast, I would like to say, Floyd, thank you very much. It was a thrill having you here. You had me cracking up. We'd love to have you back soon, man. Absolutely. You know, every time I heard my name teased, I felt like it was similar to uh, they were teasing Y2J coming. You never knew when he was coming. They'd talk about him. Boom, I'm here. That's yeah. the countdown noise. Hey, hey, Floyd, what, what is your last name? What's my last name? It doesn't name? matter what your last name is. <laughs> so, That's good. It was, a, it was a direct reference. That was real good. Real direct reference. Um, All right. So no, thanks so Floyd, much. For real, thank you, buddy. Thanks, man. Good. Floyd, for, thanks for hanging out today. And thank you at home for listening along with us. We had a blast. Um, uh, Floyd, you got anything to plug? Uh, no, nothing really. Just sign that change.org. I want a yummy sauce in there. Get there. That's all. That's you know uh, the we we know where our bread is buttered or where our chicken is barbecued. Surprised he didn't plug the Fireman's Club down Rochester. Everybody knows him there. I thought he'd plug it. Nope. No. Yeah. All right. All right. The fresh fries coming up. We need some more people in there. Come on down to the Chippewa Fireman's Hall. We'll treat we'll treat you right. All right. Thank you. Go ahead. All right. So if you got any questions for us, if you got thoughts, comments, concerns, you can hit us up on Twitter. You can hit us up on Facebook. You can comment on SoundCloud. Uh, you can listen to the show on SoundCloud. You can listen on iTunes, Stitcher, all that fun stuff. Just search the Birdcast. Yeah. Thanks to uh, Mr. Warhol. Yeah, thanks, Warhol, for another great piece of art for the show. Brandon Heretzik, our artist. Uh, if you ever want any graphic work done. Hit us up. We'll hook you up with them. Mm -hmm. um, very talented young man. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so I think that's going to cover. We're going to be back in the next couple weeks. We're going to be having that lead up to WrestleMania season. Sure. My most wonderful time of the year. Absolutely. Uh, until then, hit us up. And until then, this is Herb. And this is Buxy. If you want to hit us via email. if uh, we Herb forgot to plug the email. Oh, I did. I, I, I like felt like I'd get hit by lightning if we didn't sing the email song. You want to sing the email song? Oh, you mean the song that goes a little something like this. H-E-R-B-A-N-D-B-U-X-Y at gmail.com. Herbandbuxy at gmail.com. Hit us up, you jagbags. And until then, this is Herb. And this is Doug Bucksbaum. We'll see you soon. We'll see you next time on a broadcast.